Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Holman Grognard here on a Thursday. A good old Thursday, I guess. And this is my off week, so no game today. Tonight, I should say. And I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well. And I was talking with the boys last night in a tavern chat. And I told them, you guys are giving me great fodder for a rant. And I don't know, I'm just kind of starting to not feel it. But I'll, I'll give it a shot anyway. It's all about, I may have talked about this before. So it's all about production. It's all about games I like to play and the games that are popular that I don't play. What I mean about that is, see, they're talking about Frog God. I had the Frog God people on last night, and somebody asked if they're ever going to do Slumbering Czar for Swords of Wizardry, because they did it for Pathfinder. And Mike, Bad Mike, said, don't hold your breath, because that's an old thing, and, you know, we got that takes people off of other, other projects that are making money and stuff like that. And then I got my ire up, and it's like, oh, you're saying that... Something like Slumbering Sar, which was a good seller for you, cannot make money again. And we went back and forth. And we got into production values of games. Because my opinion is, I'm not saying that games should look cheap or be cheap. They should have good layout, no typos, things like that. I can understand. But it got down to black and white or color. And... The most I like is black and white art with a few color plates because I know, you know, color sells. But other people, they want to, they want to make it look like a coffee table book. And I said, I can't write in this. And they said, well, I don't write in it either. Why not? You got a pencil? Make your notes. So it's just a different, a different way of doing it. People don't write in books anymore. And I think because they look too pretty matter of fact. But we were also talking about market share because it kind of irked me that something like Frog Guy Games, a few years ago when Pathfinder was really popular, they would put out stuff for their home system, Swords and Wizardry, which I'm a big fan of. And they would also put out for Pathfinder, Pathfinder versions. And it turns out the Pathfinder stuff was the big seller and that was keeping it afloat. And then 5e came along, and they were doing it for 5e, too. I said, okay, great, whatever, as long as the Swords and Wizardry stuff gets done. And after a while, after Pathfinder 2.0 was announced and things, and there was a big backlash, their Pathfinder stuff started not selling, so they were selling it off cheap. They were doing, like, five bucks a pound, things like that at conventions. And then 5e came up, and all of a sudden it was 5e that was... The dominant system, and they're putting all their old stuff. This is see, this is what got me. They're putting all their old stuff out in five E. They're redoing Rap and Athic and all this other stuff. Yet they can't do something like Slumbering Sar, which is at least as old as that. Plus, they're doing like you know, the monster books, Tome of Horrors, and all that other stuff. And I kind of resented the fact that they have a game system that they didn't invent. That they're putting out more stuff for the game system they did write. And I understand the way the market works, but it's just, 
it just gets to me. I know, yeah, it's not fair. It's business, whatever. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, I said black and white with color plates because I was trying to give, you know, toss them a bone for color. Because to me, color drives out the price. And I, if you're going to put out something with a color cover and everything's black and white inside, that's fine with me if it keeps the cost down. Sorry, that's the way I am. As I told him, I'm not only old man Grognar, I'm an old cheap bastard. So, <laughs> it, I just sort of kind of got in a rant, a good-natured rant, I guess, because I don't really get angry. I mean, I'm talking to one of the guy, Frog Guy guys, yeah, but I've known Mike f- as a friend before that for many years. So, I don't get really get into it. We just had some kind of debate about it. I was pretty much holding the grognard line, holding the line. And people were saying, but no, it's this way and that way and the other way. And I kept going, why does it have to be? Why? Because I pulled down my copy of Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea, volume two, second edition. And I opened it up and I said, I'm looking at something that is mostly, it's got a color cover. It's got color plates, but it's mostly black and white art. And I know if this was a full-color product, let's see, I did the Kickstarter, and I know if it was a full-color product, I'm looking at it right now, this is 70 bucks right here. I know if it was a full-color product, it would be over 100 And to me, that's too much. I just, it just irks me the way... Everything has to look like it was, you know, it was published by Random House or something. Uh, Labyrinth Lord is coming out with a new edition, Advanced Labyrinth Lord. They'll do color covers, but it's all going to be black and white. I have no problem with that. I just, I don't get it. I really don't. Ostrich. I'm looking at Ostrich right now. I know it's a color cover. There's not a piece of color art in it, and it sells. Yes, these are older editions, but. It works. Let's see. What else do I have here sitting by my desk? I have Bardsgate. Okay, Bardsgate came with a nice color map. Okay, I got that. And it's got a beautiful color cover. And I open it up, and it's all color. Where the hell am I going to write on this? Or should I write on this? And it's glossy paper, so it won't take pencil. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm of, you know... My name is Old Man Grognard, and I pretty much live by that. I miss things where I can't take pen, put pencil notes on the, the margins and things like that. I'm not going to totally deface it, because they're saying, oh, that's defacing your book. Like, what, do you used to, what did you used to do in the 1980s and 1990s? You would write in the thing. Make your notes in pencil. Yeah, of course, in pe- always in pencil. Because, you know, you can't, you change your mind, you want to erase it, you want to sell it, want to get whatever. But it's, it's viable. It's still, I'm saying, I'm saying the older ways are still viable. I'm not talking about going all the way to say, back to say Judges Guild's production values. I like looking at them for nostalgia's sake, and they're quaint, and they're useful. But I got to give that, they're useful. They may be on cheap paper. They may not look all that great, but they're useful. It's, I don't like, it's funny. I got two sides of my brain fighting. The 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 sensible side saying, yeah, but this is what sells. It's got to look re- kind of nice, comparable to something you buy in, say, Barnes & Noble. Okay, I understand that. But at the same time, 
you got to get some use out of it. You got to get some kind of some kind of use out of it. I don't know. I print. I take PDFs and I print digest size books so I could write in them. Yeah. Um, BX Essentials. I could write in that because it's all black and white and it's got nice toothy pages, things like that. But it, it just hurts that you can't you can't do what you used to do. But and I'm, I don't know, maybe, I have a feeling people think I should go the way of the dodo or something. People like me. I mean, I'm trying not to fight it. I've tried to bend with it. I mean, I've always thought every edition of D&D had something good about it, even the dreaded 4E. Pathfinder, I got something good out of the Game Mastery Guide because I got tables. But sometimes it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Just go, just grab me a, the copy of Osric or 1E or Basic or Swords of Wizard, some clone. Give me some tables and let's just, you know, don't worry about the, how the damn thing looks. Worry about how it plays. Anyway. I got that off my chest, so I guess I did have a rant in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, and I'll just I'll just leave it there. If you guys gotta want to talk back to me, and I'm sure you do, you can drop me a voicemail over here over at Anchor. You can send me an email at oldmangrognard@gmail.com, and we are monetized. So as little as ninety nine cents a month, you can hear me get babbling on about this kind of stuff on a regular basis. Not that you can't already, but it would be appreciated anyway. All right. So I hope you folks have a good day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions, comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.